Welcome to this week's Fit for Purpose podcast. This week, I'm talking to Hannah Thompson. She's Chief People Officer at Travelodge. It's a hotel brand that will know very, very well. It's, its purpose, its mission is affordable travel for everyone. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to the podcast, like me, will have spent time at Travelodge over the years. Brilliant to have you on board, Hannah, and fantastic that Travel Lodge is part of the Purpose Coalition. Really proud to have you part of all of that. Tell us a little bit about Travel Lodge, but also your sense from a hospitality perspective of where it fits into that that levelling up story for Britain. Thanks very much, Justine, and thank you very much for for having me. Um, So uh, what what would I say about um, hospitality and and, and Travel Lodge in particular? So hospitality, I I think it's it's pretty clear, is is well-placed to assist with the government's strategy around levelling up. At Travel Lodge, I think probably our geographical reach helps us to provide decent jobs in all areas of the country, not just the major cities. Um, And our range of jobs, both part-time and full-time, gives opportunity to everyone to join us. So we'd include in that um, those with few formal qualifications, Mm -hmm. um, those with little or no work experience. Um, A big piece really for us is is those people who need to fit work around life and and not the other way around. Um, and, And then all the way through to those wanting a career um, wanting to progress to the responsibility of a, maybe a management role. Um, and, and then we have a, other people uh, who have finished one career and pr- probably feel that a local job to fit around their other pursuits may be a, a good way of, of earning a bit extra. Um, and you know what? Of course, the, there are people for, the, for whom all those attributes apply um, and at different times of their life. So we often, in a lot of our work, we, we think about employers and businesses as engines of social mobility but Hannah I suppose for Travel Lodge in many respects that's what you've always been it's a core part of the business isn't it because you you have been open to that much wider talent pool and then looked at ways to bring it through it's sort of in the Travel Lodge DNA I guess the culture yeah yes I I think so um and as, as you mentioned um Travel Lodge is a purpose-led organisation and we do aspire to provide affordable travel to everyone. Um, you know, and with, with just sort of, what, 600 hotels, we are in the locations our, our customers need, but this geographical reach also enables us to provide work and career, career progression um, without the need necessarily to move yourself and maybe your family to, to a major city centre. Um, and of course, whilst we're in, in those two, we have thousands of colleagues for whom opening the opening of a travel lodge in their community has in some way opened up an opportunity to join us and, and to give hospitality a go. So as I, as I mentioned um, previously, um, experience, full board qualifications aren't really a, a barrier to joining us. We'll teach you what you need to know for your role today. And, and if you want to, and at the right time for you, we'll work with you to help you to develop the skills to progress your career with us. Um, you know what, or, or continue to do what you're doing for years if that's what works for you and your family because you you set the pace. I think that's really important and obviously the work that we're doing with you means that we'll be publishing Travel Lodge's levelling up impact report, really looking at all of that best practice that Travel Lodge has got against the levelling up goals. So 
almost which of these key issues on on social mobility and leveling up are you really focused on i think it's quite interesting to just get your take about where you feel you're making a big difference on leveling up you talked about equality of opportunity for for colleagues in a sense that issue of, of allowing people to come in and then get on in their jobs um, but also for communities and let, let's kind of get into maybe some of those programs that you've got like the aspire program for management development there's a lot inside travelodge isn't there that can help mm. people really progress yeah, absolutely. So, um, so to, to, to give you a little bit of context, at Travelodge, 80% of our supervisory and management roles in our hotels are filled by internal applicants. And that's something we're really proud of, actually. Um, it generates movement at all levels in our hotels and therefore opportunities for progression, sometimes pretty rapid, um, actually. But, but that opportunity is, is, is very real to and, and open to our people. So, We've got many, any number of examples of people joining as team members and progressing within their local hotels, as well as, uh, as, well as in some cases, deciding to explore the UK further afield and taking opportunities away from home. Um, so you, you mentioned, Justine, Aspire. So our in-house development programme, Aspire, helps hundreds of colleagues each year at different levels uh, to move their career forwards. There's no minimum educational requirement and it propels forward our very capable workforce. I think what I would add to that, though, is career progression. It, I don't think anymore it's all about being promoted. Mm -hmm. For many, it's about learning new skills, it's about applying those in the workplace, often whilst remaining in their, in their current role. Um, so, so in hotels, we upskill our colleagues through multi-skilling um, training. So, uh, for example, you, you could be a housekeeping team member and, and learn how to take some shifts on reception um, and vice versa. And that not only uh, expands your, your skills and your interests, but also allows you to take more shifts and to earn more money. Um, so there are opportunities to champion initiatives within a hotel or across a district. And lots of our hotel, our hotel teams will become involved in pilots as we try out new processes or new equipment, changes to our product and, and even trials around variable pace. Uh, variable pace. So as, course, as, as we work towards our goals of ensuring everyone can be their true self and belong at, at Travelodge, we also harness the skills and life experiences of our teams to help us have the conversations across our business that matter most to our people. So we're currently covering topics around mental health, LGBTQ+, race, and my favourite, the, the menopause. Um, <laughs> yeah, can't, right. Exact. can't forget 75% of our colleagues, uh, Justine, are women, so these things really matter. Mm -hmm. um, and then I suppose the other, the other piece I'd mentioned, you know, I guess that's all about upskilling, isn't it? And, it, and broadening people's experience, but reskilling is, is also an important piece. Uh, so of course we have cyclical reminders and refreshers on key topics um, hotel, around hotel tasks, brand standards, safety and security. Um, and I think importantly, a, a journey we've been on in the last few years is, is using digital tools to deliver training mm -hmm. in, and often in the language of the team member's choice. Um, mm -hmm. And that technology helps us centrally to identify where colleagues overall are, are struggling with their learning. Um, and in turn, this, this helps us to pinpoint where we need to re revise our material or to work with a business possibly to simplify a task in order to help people to learn more quickly and more easily. Um, and we can deliver that training audibly, visually, 
and through the written word so that colleagues can select the learning style that suits them most. I think I think it's fascinating because, well, probably the education system could learn something from that. But in a sense, what you're saying is because you've got such a wide diversity in, in, in Travel Lodge, it means that if you're going to progress those people, you have to think really flexibly about those very, very different ways that people will want the support to be able to, as you say, it may just be that they want to have a different kind of role to try something new, or they might want to move up into a position of higher skill or more responsibility. But basically, you've got to be able to cope with a really wide range of people with very different aspirations about what good looks like for them in their time at Travel Lodge. I, th I think that's exactly right. And I'd, I'd probably go back to, to say the starting point of, that, that we've been working on a lot of, at Travel Lodge in the last few years is to make sure that we provide decent work with, with meaningful contractual uh, arrangements. So mm -hmm. we don't have any zero hours contracts, mm -hmm. for example, Justine. We, we like to give certainty of hours and certainty of take-home pay to people because I think it it helps them to be able to plan their life it helps them to budget and and we, we would like to encourage people um, in, in, our, in our organization to see us as their first employer um, and if we've got uh, opportunities for um, more more work and, and more hours um, whether that's in their home department or their home hotel or whether it's somewhere else we'd like to give them that opportunity to, to, to take that. Um, but, but I think it is important, I think the, the piece I said earlier around needing to fit work around life for a lot of our employees, um, they have other responsibilities outside of their work with Travelodge. And we, we need to accommodate that. We, we need to be mindful of that. And our, our managers work hard to get to know their team members and to try and do their best to, to fit the work around um, the, the people we have in the organisation. It's really interesting you say that because in a sense, so this is a thing that for a business like Travel Lodge, you've worked at for, for years. I mean, it's been a big part of how you've been able to build the business up. But I guess post-COVID, are you seeing more employees focused on that work-life balance and, and, that, and, and actually so that model now ever more comes into its own but are you seeing a different different kind of employee at Travel Lodge with you know that is having that slightly broader look about how they want to to work their life? So it's so an interesting question Justine I, I think I'd sort of split that into two I would say that post-Covid specifically um, I, I think um, the focus on well-being and, and balance in your life is, is particularly personal I'm sorry I don't hear people talking as much about work-life balance, more about mm -hmm. um, their, their, their well-being. And at Travel Lodge, we have, um, we have a programme looking at um, physical, uh, emotional, financial and work well-being in particular. Um, and that, that is definitely a topic of conversation. Um, and in particular, I, think I men mentioned that mental health is one of the conversations that we have quite regularly across the business and, and, and find that people like to, to, to share and support each other on that journey. I think the piece around work-life balance specifically, I would say, um, well, maybe I can make a, a terrible generalization here if that's okay, but I would, on balance, I would say that's coming from some of the younger generations a bit more. Yeah. There's a different expectation about yeah. how they want to live their lives. And, you know, um, uh, 
uh, as somebody who um, also has a young adult at home, you can you can see that, can't you? You can you can see that they want something slightly different. So that's where I think the work-life balance piece comes into it. And, and I think you can you can bring those two sides of the coin together, of course. I think it's a real change, and and this is what we see when we're talking to younger people. They just have very different. They have they have a very different thing they want to get out of a career now, perhaps than you know when I was leaving the education system, and you know I think it was at a time when people were looking at how much you were going to be paid, and you know the the better paid jobs would be the ones you probably prefer to do. I think obviously pay matters right now, but I also think there's a much much stronger lens on if like the broader business you know whether I'm going to get some development can I grow myself as a person if I take a career and a, and a role in this particular mm. company and, and certainly our work that we're doing through the Purpose Coalition is we really want to highlight those businesses that are on that page and have understood that because from our perspective I think it's important to flag up to that new generation the employers that are probably you know in sync with how they see things yeah I, th- I think that's I think that's right and you know that that mindset um and that learning mindset I think is is really important there are there are a lot of people who want to learn for the sake of of, of learning itself and so then back to the point about it's not always I think that's really my point about is career progression I think now is is not just about we don't really we don't talk about climbing ladders anymore in the, in the way that perhaps we used to um it, it is about that that growth and, and people do want to to learn and making um that available to people but they may well be very happy doing the the, the role that they're doing they, they, they simply want to just expand their experiences a bit and I, and I think the other thing that we we try to weave in particularly into our development uh um, programs so the, the SPA program or, or the programs we have under that umbrella is is our responsibility to help people grow their life skills as well mm-hmm. um, so I think to be to go into a supervisory or a, a management um, level role you, you need to be able to look after yourself from a well-being point of view you can't really lead a team if you're if, if you're not um, focused first and foremost on, on how you how you look after yourself um, and I, we, we have actually picked up from, from, the, uh, from the education um, agenda the, the, the focus on life skills around uh, confidence, resilience and mm-hmm. empathy, Justine, because actually I, I think that, that that's an important life skill that we should be in an organisation helping to grow and that will help us with our teams as they move into different jobs at Travel Lodge, but equally I think, I think it's part of our corporate social responsibility isn't it to add to that agenda because those people will maybe move out and move on um and and will take those life skills with them and and so that that is definitely uh, that underpins our aspire development program in particular i think that's really important and i think it's become ever clearer that in a sense your ability to look after yourself is part of how you can run a successful team and it probably is part of that broader productivity challenge we've got for the country you know healthy people equals a a healthy economy and you know fundamentally you are running a people business that's all about service and looking after people so it's obviously going to matter to, to travel lodge as much as anyone now Hannah I wanted to talk a little bit about your own career um okay 
because I'm not sure. So when I was at school, I didn't really know much about business, if I'm honest. I thought it looked interesting and exciting, but I'm not sure I really thought about the different roles within business. And I, I know I never really thought about who looks after the people side of business in a way. So tell me a little bit about almost when you first got an interest in um, HR and people and all of that side of things were you always planning to go down that route or or did you originally have a, a completely different career route in mind when you were at school and, and in education um so the, the short answer to that is no there were there was no plan at all <laughs> um but maybe maybe it'd be helpful if I expanded a bit um so I began my career in retail um Justin specifically within the Don Lewis partnership um mm -hmm. I worked as a sales assistant. I actually went to university a little bit later um, mm -hmm. in, my, in my early 20s. I didn't have a stellar career at school um, uh, and uh, only through because I didn't really engage. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, but, you know, that, that's, that's not so unusual, perhaps. Um, so <laughs> no. I, was a little, I was a little bit late. Um, not in, unique. In the, it, well, in, indeed. Um, a little bit late going to, to, to university and really sort of having a... a an ambition if you like to 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 achieve something and so something be better. before we before we just skirt over this important point um so so you leave school you're not particularly really liked being at school especially um you're working at john lewis and then you obviously at some point hannah are thinking i think i'm, I'm gonna have another re-engagement with developing myself and so did you suddenly yeah. think I'm, I'm going to give this a go? Actually, maybe maybe a degree is what I could do. Yeah, almost exactly that. Other than to, to, to qualify, just in case anybody from my old school is listening, I actually loved school. I just didn't like <laughs> okay. I just didn't like writing essays and doing any academic work. Yeah, fair um, enough. So, um, so I'm, you know, I left school. I've always worked, and I, I think if I'm really honest, I, I got to that stage where all my friends suddenly had careers and were going into well-paid jobs, mm -hmm. um, and and all of a sudden I realised I perhaps I I was missing something or, or missing an opportunity, and um, actually it was it was good for me to go to university late because I did actually come out with a, yeah. with a good with a good degree if I'd gone earlier I, I definitely wouldn't have done so um it was a, it was a good decision for me and I but of course because I had that working mindset because I'd always had to support myself um from, from the minute I stepped out of school I I, I continued working throughout yeah. um and I was lucky that the partnership were able to accommodate that for me um and then when I returned to full-time full-time work I, I I was still there um and I, I I remained in the partnership for the next 17 years but but moving a couple of years into a different role which of course is the the great opportunity of a, a bigger organization I, I think you asked me what made me think to go into HR if I'm really mm -hmm. honest I don't actually remember why I decided to move into HR I just think <laughs> it's that I think I thought it sounded interesting. An opportunity came up, and um, I'm glad I did because um, it that's sounds like you, you you obviously enjoy dealing with people, and that that mm. that side of re retail is all about people. So you obviously just steadily steadily looked at maybe developing that interest more by the sounds of it. Yeah, I, th I, th I think I I think I did find a, a 
discipline that I was I'm very interested in. I, I then went on while I was working, I went on to study to do my um, professional qualifications while I was mm -hmm. at work. So having having avoided education or, or, or engaging with education <laughs> for a while, I sort of couldn't get enough of it for, for a bit. Um, so so it, it just goes to show, doesn't it, that we, we all have to do the, we have to do, there's always a right thing to do, but the important yeah. thing is finding, finding the right time to do it. I think Yeah, is, and is it goes to show that you, it's getting that match and and actually yeah fine if you didn't you weren't too keen on doing essays it wasn't it didn't mean that you weren't learning it's just that you needed your learning as you were talking about what you're now doing in travel blog just took a different form and was at a different time and and actually um it's it's been able to tailor that to the person that enables them as it has with you to sort of just be able to get on and take stride after stride in your career yeah uh, well, uh, I, I hope so. It, it, but as I say, there wasn't a there wasn't ever really a grand plan. Um, but but I did do you know seventeen years in, in retail. I, I, I moved on. I had senior HR roles in um, car rental, self storage. I did an mm -hmm. interim spell in garden centres, and then I moved to Travelodge and the world of hospitality in in two thousand and sixteen. And that that is where I, I have stayed for the last six years, and and I'm loving it. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about almost why you're loving it, the sort of, in a sense, what attracted you to, to getting, becoming part of Travel Lodge and, and in a sense how it fits with that social mobility culture, you know, that you yourself, you know, you experience that to sort of be able to make your own way. Um, so it's difficult just to, to know what what attracted i think when you when you go into a, into an organization there are many things that that you're you're interested in but most importantly is what the business is um, trying to achieve i think and whether you feel that that you can add to that agenda and 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 you know because there are loads of very good people out there that work in in my field but you've got to find the person that that can that can address the business yes yeah. um you know, for the next few years i so i, I you, you know that having just decided that there was there was something here that i could contribute to i think the other the other piece um is it, it kind of felt like a, a, a great fit um i always think that um you know, people talk about culture, don't they? And we know that that's how we do things around here. But it, I guess, a tricky thing to put your finger on and, and, and articulate. But um, Travel Lodge is um, is big, but it feels small and friendly. Um, mm -hmm. it's, largely, it's largely centralised and standards driven, and, and standards driven. But at the same time, it's sort of overflowing with personality and individual. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's chatty um very chatty and extrovert uh, but it does it does lean in and listen um and and i and i love you know that that it really moves at pace um but we always find time to share opinions experiences knowledge people are very generous with their time and and, and their knowledge in the business which I, which i find um really appealing and and you know what's fun and we we get we get lots done and that, that's brilliant isn't it you know always moving forward is is, is important I think and I, guess, business. and I guess you've got 590 hotels so you know that's 590 teams what's happening as it were at the center and and you know they've all presumably got their own slightly different personality almost mm. as a as a hotel team and there's a lot of innovation and and stuff that happens on the ground that then percolates around the wider travel lodge family I guess Sure, because you know, in a broad decentralized business, you, you want to push out the innovation, but you also want to receive it in. You know, you, you're not sitting in a room with a 
a wet towel around your head trying to <laughs> come up with all this stuff on your own. You know, if you, you know, we all get out and about into our own business as much as we possibly can. Those people, you know, who, who do work in the, in the support and, and head office roles. But, you know, because that's where you really hear what's going on. There's nothing like going into to the back room and sticking the kettle on and, and just chatting to whoever you bump into. And you, and you find out so much. And, you know, you and it's our role, isn't it, then to sort those bits of the jigsaw together and, and, and to and, and to help. Um, the, the business move forward um, so yeah I, I, I it, it, it's it felt like a place that I could I could make a difference and, and I, I still feel that well I can I can relate to that and some of I, I often ironically felt some of the best conversations I had with civil servants you know were when I nipped down to get a bacon sandwich <laughs> or whatever it was at the DFE and you just bump into people and have a chat about how things are going and you know, I think it's it's those conversations that often tell you a lot more about how people are doing, you know, in the organisation than than anything else. So, Hannah, you've had obviously oh, not even remotely finished um, a, a fantastic career um, in HR, lots of actually different companies. Um, mm-hmm. But if you were talking to much younger Hannah um, now, what advice do you think you'd give yourself knowing what you know now and what you've done? interesting question do you know do you know what I think knowing my younger self I would not dream of giving my younger self any <laughs> she she wouldn't listen to anything <laughs> that I have got to say um but actually it, it, I mentioned I mentioned my um that, that I have a young adult home so so if I'm talking to my 21 year old son mm-hmm. I guess my advice to him is that he learns to prioritize mm-hmm. um because I always think that you're uh, trying to teach him that your to-do list is never done. But what's really important is to make sure that the items on that list change. Um, but to be honest with you, he's not really listening to me either. So um, <laughs> I off the old block. <laughs> exactly. I think you know people have to figure things out in their own way and in their own time, don't you think? So it's interesting you've you've highlighted priorities and changing the list of priorities you know getting stuff done tell me a little bit more about that so that that people people can kind of get the learning from from that advice Hannah well I, I, I you know I don't think I'd, I'd love to say something really profound here <laughs> you know, sort of, no but, I like think, the practical stuff it's really good but it, it's it's you know the thing is life is full of um life is full of things that need to be done life is full of life admin isn't it mm-hmm. um, and and at the same time you know at work that you know you've got you're brimming with good ideas and your team and the people around you with bringing brimming with good ideas but you've got you've got to work out which ones of those really make the difference um and and at work that's got to be around deciding what your strategy is and what your plan is what you need to achieve as a business and then of all the range of things that you could do to respond to that and to feed into that you've got to sit down with your team and work which ones are going to make the biggest difference across that that breadth of agenda and I I don't think that's any different at home either really is it you know there are things that just need to get done um and um but but equally you you kind of got to figure out what's important to you and your family and uh um and and you know uh don't talk about it do it Mm, I think that's really really sound advice sound practical advice for people and then final question Hannah is done lots of different things if you were reflecting on you know the best the proudest career moment you've had to date what would that be do you think and why gosh I think that's really hard to put your finger on isn't it um 
I think part of the art of my role is to suggest and influence change and progress as much as it is to lead it. It's not, mm-hmm. so it's not really about moments. I think it's about reflecting on how far we've come. Um, and then I kind of wonder if that, is that a bit of a cop out? Perhaps, perhaps if I was to really, really pinpoint, perhaps in recent history, it's probably in Travelodge holding our nerve during the pandemic and avoiding large scale redundancies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it turns out it's, 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 it's tough being part of a leadership team when your hospitality business is, is largely yeah. close to customers. Um, but, you know, it's hugely war- rewarding when you come through it and feeling proud of the contribution that you and your team have made to Travelodge um, and, and, and making sure it continues to have a better future for, for our customers, for our colleagues and, and our investors. And, and I, I think, yeah, if, if there was one thing in the last couple of years, it, it's, mm. it's, probably, it's probably that. And it's, as you say, it's all about a team. Um, but it's an 11,000 person strong team, isn't it? And, and you sort of came through it together as a team, which I think is a real, a real achievement, actually. And not just the right thing to do, but I'm going to guess the smart thing to do. Look, Hannah, it's been absolutely brilliant having you on the podcast. I've loved it because I just think as ever, whenever I talk to people, they have their own stories about their own journey. But I really feel that for a business like Travel Lodge, you're helping people have a career. And actually it takes all shapes and sizes in terms of people having careers. And you're one of those companies that really has gone a long way towards working out how to deliver that for for people around our country in some very, very different places. So thanks for being part of the Purpose Coalition and and for doing this work with us. Um, It's absolutely fantastic. And and Hannah, thanks for your leadership on it uh, and Travel Lodgers. And it's been brilliant being able to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me.